There is things that go bump in the night. Welcome to Ghost Stories and the Unusual Paranormal Podcast with your host Joe the Ghost God. Good evening, wherever you are across the country or around the world. You are listening to Ghost Stories of the Unusual Paranormal. I am your host, Joe the Ghost Guy. They say ghosts are can be mischievous. They can be bad they could be demons but there are some ghosts that are comfortable and kind in the time that we need them the most these are the stories My aunt, who had battled cancer for five years, was cured. And for those years that she was cured, she lived life for the fullest. until it came back again. This time it was to stay. Later, it it took her life. Just right before she passed away, she had some loved ones by her bed her brother, her sister, her sister-in-law and brother-in-law were around her bedside table, her bedside, waiting for the, waiting for the day. And on behold, she tells her sister, Diane, I want Gordon. Her sister looks up, says, what, Uh, what do you need? I want Gordon. Who's Gordon? She will not say, I want Gordon. Um, Sis, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And says, I want Gordon. She points in my, and Di- her sister Diane thought she was pointing at her ring of tame that she had uh, worn. Oh, you want your, your stuff ring of tame? And she grabbed it and picked it up. She goes, No, I see dad, Gordon. He's standing right there. And as she said her 
goodbyes. She departed on this earthly plane to the, to the beyond. A little bit of miles away in a school where three cousins, actually four, were in school. Her daughter, Christy, was in elementary. As she was doing her schoolwork, she looked up and she saw the image of her mother peering at her. She looked at her with wondering eyes and she knew that it had happened, that she was gone and she knew that she had lost her mother due to cancer. But she was comfort to the fact that she was departing. In another part of the school, three cousins, Tommy, my sister Michelle and I were in class. We were doing math. And as we were writing notes down, jotting down the math problems, I had the strange notion that I was, something was watching us. And I'm very tuned with the supernatural. And I started to feel my ghostly sense tingling. I looked back in the window and there she stood looking at us. I knew she looked different. Her face was more fuller. Her hair was her shade of brown and it had been done nicely and neatly as she had like she had got stepped out of the beauty parlor she had a wonderful smile on her face watching as the school teacher told me to turn around to concentrate on my work I couldn't figure out you know, what was going on, I looked back and she was gone. After class, I had told what I saw. And I was walking to my next class and I saw our old pickup truck parked in the, uh, where the school office was. So I went in to 
see what my mother was doing there. Maybe I forgot something. As I went in there, she goes, oh, they did uh, tell you guys to, uh, to come out. I said, what do you mean come out? Well, I'm here to take you. I'm here to take you home. No, I saw the truck and I figured you had something for me or something was going on. So when no one told you, I said, no, but I know what's going on. And I told her about what I saw. She too looked shocked and she was sort of ghostly white and she smiles says, yes, she did pass away. As my mom picked up me and my sister and my aunt picked up my other cousin, or both of my cousins, Christy and Tommy. We knew what was happening that day where we were comforted by her departing of the earthly life. And she wanted us to know how much she loved us. A couple years later, my sister was going to her classroom and she was writing her notes down on the piece of paper really fast for the exam. She enters the classroom, still working on her notes. She felt a tap on her shoulder. She didn't, er, she didn't recognize it. She felt the tap again. She said, stop, I'm trying to write something real quick. Felt the tap again, said, stop, I, I'm trying to do something real quick. And, you know, my sister was trying to write her notes real fast. Then she felt her hair being pulled. And she turned around fast see if it, you know was uh, one of her friends she was getting mad and lo and behold it was her best friend that she was waiting for melissa and I said oh, melissa so i was waiting for you so where have you been melissa looking straight at her everything's okay everything's okay Everything's okay. Okay, Melissa, whatever you say. She turned around, started doing her notes again. She felt the tap on her shoulder again. Melissa, so I'm trying to finish my notes. Again, Melissa's saying, everything's okay. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. What are you talking about, Melissa? What's okay? Then her, her best friend, Stacy, was in front of her. Michelle, who are you talking to? 
Stacy ends up turning fronts. Well, I'm talking to Melissa. You know, she keeps saying everything's okay, but I don't understand. You know, I don't understand why, you know, what's okay. Stacy grows white and her eyes grow big. You haven't heard, have you? Or heard what? She's standing right here. You know, heard what? You know, and Melissa is gone. Melissa had died early this morning. Her mother found her on her bed, dead. What are you talking about? She was just right as she turned, nothing was there. And she knew that is Melissa's final words to my sister, Michelle. Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Just this past one, uh, year, one year ago, I had lost my beloved aunt, my aunt Cheryl, who, who I loved that uh, she was a comfort. She helped anyone in need. She was there to help with. She had a, a golden heart. But in the last few years, her health had declined, where she was paralyzed from the waist down. Her heart was getting weak. In her last days, she could not speak. Fearing for the worst, her only brother, her sister, only what's left, her sister-in-law, my mother, my aunt Diane's husband, Tim, her brother-in-law, with her son, Jay, and her, her daughter, Kim, and her daughter, Betty, and their kids surrounded her as she was gasping for air. I happened to call and I talked to her one last time. My turn comforting her. Tell her everything's okay. Thank you for all what you've done. You're going to a better place. I love you, and I know you'll be stronger. And no one heard those words, any words from her, except for those words that she gave me the last time she spoke.
she said in a clear voice, thank you, I love you, I will miss you, take care. The next hours took away, middle of the night, she was escorted home. But as I comforted her that night, she was also comforting me the last days that what she had done for me those many years of letting me come into her home and teaching me what, what it is to be a better person and how to work hard has always stuck with me. You know, I had an old dog once. She passed away 13 years, 13 years old, to be a, to a matter of fact. You know, and sometimes pets could be jokers practical jokers. You know, her last days, she was whimpering and crying. And I would go out there wondering what she, you know, she'd be laying there and what's going on? She'd be just happy to see me, happy to see me. As I brought her into the house, I had a friend over, we were playing games. And, you know, she was stuck to my side till I had to go to work. And those last times, my, my dad calls me up. Hey, Joe, um, I don't think Susie will be able to make it soon. When are you gonna be off? So, well, I'm almost off. I'm just finishing up real quick. And he goes, well, hurry up. I don't think he's, she's gonna make it. So I got home. My dad was just out there about three minutes ago. Well, she's feeding fast, go out there and see her. I put a tarp out for her to protect her with the, uh, the rain for the drizzle. So I went out there, comfort her to talk to her. And as I stroked her and petted her, she didn't move. And I figured she was asleep. I said, I know how to get her awake. So in her ear, I could flick her ear and she'll wake up. She sounds, she, she's a heart sleeper. So I flicked her ear. All I hear was thump, like a hollow thump. Like a person would um, send a, a, uh, a like body, an animal body to be, have it uh, taxidermied. And 
that sound, that whole sudden you get with like taxidermy and stuff. And I knew she had passed away and I told, I put, I took the tarp down and covered her. I told my dad, I said, she passed away. She goes, I'm sorry. She waited as long as he can. I was frustrated myself. I couldn't, I mean, my boss wanted me to do this, wanted me to do that. I couldn't, I couldn't get away fast enough. Well, little bit that year, I was able to go hunting. Where my dad and my uncle buried her was a beautiful place that I always loved go hunting with her with. And uh, we set the blind up, you know, basically where she was at is our favorite place. And as my ghost sense tingled, I knew that she was standing right, or sat in there right beside me, like she always did. And I felt her, I was talking to her, I could feel her, you know, tail just swishing and swishing and thumping the ground. And I said, hey, since you're, you know, a ghost now, why don't you go uh, quietly and round me up a deer, you know? So I could feel her, like, sweep off. And all of a sudden, I feel a presence of her coming back and sitting beside me. Then later I hear crunch, crunch, thump, thump. Oh good, you know, she did it. She, you know, I knew she was gonna send me a deer. And so I was getting ready. She didn't send me a deer. Well, she sent me out was an old cow, a moo cow. And I was so deeply, you know, uh, ups, not really upset, but it's like when you have a friend that plays a joke, you're like, you butthole, you know, jokes on me. You know, and she's having fun laughing at me. And I knew it was her comforting me and having fun with me before she was gone. So ghosts can be comforting, but be your loved ones or a pet or anything. Hold on to those memories of those ones you cherish. One day, when they're gone, you wish you would have spent more time with your family. And when they're gone, they're gone. Believe it. This is your friendly host, Joe the Ghost Guy, signing out. So long. You can reach us by the following Twitter, at Joe the Ghost Guy, 
Facebook at Joseph Scott at Facebook.com. No ghost or paranormal job is too big. Our fee is not too big. We are ready to believe you. You can write to us. Our email is theparanormalghoststories at gmail.com or call us at 602-772-2866. We are ready to believe you. Subscribe to this podcast. It will be transmitted to the following podcasts. Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or whatever you receive. This transmission called Podcasts.